Welcome to Fictionary. I'm your host, Deetra, and I'm so glad that you're here and that you are you. Today, I am sipping on some water because it is necessary for me to replenish my water supply after crying because I did not get to see my nephew in his kindergarten graduation cap and gown today. Okay? I think I might actually cry talking about it. I'm so upset. I'm devastated. Um, so I'm recording this for posterity's sake. This way, everyone will remember moving forward, henceforth, forthwith, if in any event, there is an opportunity to celebrate my nephews, please make sure that I get an invitation because I will be there. Okay. With uh, what's it? Rings on my fingers and bells on my toes. Bells on my fingers. I don't know, but I will be there. Okay. So even if it's just for pictures, please just let me know. Cause I'm so sad that I did not get to witness and give him a little present and celebrate him. But you know, TT loves you. That's all. All right. I'm not going to cry. I'm going to cry. I'm such a baby. Uh, but on a happier note, besides my water, I'm also uh, munching on this uh, yogurt that I put together. Uh, it's quite yummy. So it's plain Greek yogurt. And I cut up some mango and have blackberries and blueberries and then some pepitas um, or pumpkin seeds for all of us. I say pumpkin seeds usually, but the package said pepitas and I was just like, henceforth and forthwith, I shall be calling them pepitas. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, I have that and then a sprinkle of cinnamon and a drizzle of honey and it is very yummy and I definitely recommend it for, you know, like a healthier snack option instead of ice cream, I guess. Or just get the ice cream, whatever floats your boat. So, <laughs> all right. I told you guys about this online writing course that I am doing. And it's like a free event, a uh, free thing, um, but it's very helpful. And so I want to share something that the... Uh, the course uh, instructor said, um, his name is uh, Jacob Kruger. So he said, failing boldly is part of your job as an artist. You have to be willing to take swings and to potentially miss. And, you know, I've heard this same message in different shapes or forms um, many times in my life, but it really hit when he said it for some reason. It just, it really hit, I think maybe because of where I am in my life right now, but you know, I've been challenging myself to live more boldly and to do things on my own and to do the things that I want to do regardless of others' opinions or thoughts about it. Others' opinions be damned, right? But that's not necessarily the easiest thing for me because, you know, I'm the eldest sibling eldest daughter and there's just that weight of expectation and just like a little that people pleasingness that rises up like you have to do everything right 
um, or the things that you quote unquote should do or expected to do. And so I've really just been trying to like knock that out of myself and in my writing particularly, this is what I want to do. I want to be fearless when I write. I want to approach each story that I write without fear of judgment or rejection. And I want to tell a story fully. I want to delve into the hearts and the minds of the characters that I write about and really explore who they are, the situations that they find themselves in, the decisions that they make, why, what is their why? What is the thing that's pushing or driving them? I want to do that and I want to do it without fear um, of recriminations or, you know, people looking at me like, how did you come up with that? What a, like, I just want to write and tell like whatever stories come to me and tell them well. And so that's part of this journey that I'm on. I'm learning how to do this and it's a process of releasing a lot of ideas that I had about what makes a quote unquote good writer and what a quote unquote uh, good story should look like. And um, just even getting that out of my, my thought process or my vocabulary, there's no such thing as a good writer or a good story. It's a story. It's a writer. And um they're all different. So allowing myself to be the writer that I am, tell the stories that I tell and, you know, swing and I could potentially miss, but I'm also just going to go for it. Right. So I hope that as I continue on this journey, you guys will start to see it reflected in my writing and in the stories that I share with you all. And I hope that it's an encouragement for you too. Like if you create, if you write, um, you're an artist, whatever it is that you do, if you're really passionate about it, you know, continue to learn, continue to push yourself, surround yourself with people that do the same thing. Because when you're around like-minded individuals, it it is inspirational. When you see people that are pushing and driving towards the same things that you are, it's a motivator and it, it's encouraging too. And being able to share your work with others and um, talk about it, it can be a little intimidating, but it's also very encouraging. Um, so yeah, that's my encouragement for you guys. The word for the day, encouragement. Um <laughs> Yeah, check it out. Like, find yourself a class. Um, just continue to learn and grow and push yourself outside of just the the limits that you have in place. Because you know we all put limits on ourselves, or we think we can only go so far, and we maybe don't even realize that we've put ourselves into those limits. Well, you know, I'll just do this. I can do this much, but you can do so much more. And you know, by continuing to explore and seek out new experiences and and things like this it can really help you develop into the artist and creator that you want to be so yeah that's it um on that note of you know being fearless i am planning to relaunch fictionary's youtube channel in the next month or so it's either going to be um in August, like so mid-August or the very beginning of September. Um, it's being completely revamped 
and I will be video recording every episode of Fictionary. Uh, That's the part that gets me like a little shooketh. Um, So you can get ready to see all of the goofy and awkward faces that I make, um, all my crazy hairstyles, the goofy slash awkward faces I make when I'm doing my wild accents. And, you know, of course, I'm going to throw in some bloopers for you guys because they're there. You just haven't been fully exposed to them. I sometimes just leave them in the episode and see if anybody's going to notice that there's like crazy mess ups, but whatever. Um, that's something that it, it scares me, uh, putting myself out there like this, but I'm going to go ahead and take a swing. I want to connect with more people and I want to grow the show. And apparently this is a way to do that. So we'll see how it goes. It's not like I'm camera shy, you know, I'm beautiful. So (laughs) I just don't like being on camera for extended periods of time. I don't know. Same way I feel, you know, here's the thing. Remember that old song that was like, it was like released on MTV when MTV started. Video killed the radio star. That's how I feel. I'm like, it's nice being able to talk to you guys and be in my most bum mode. Like, you know, I have some yogurt on my shirt right now and my hair is in two uneven poof balls and I don't have any makeup on. In fact, I probably need some chapstick and I can do that because you guys can't see me. But if I'm going to be on camera, I'm going to feel like I need to at least put in the minimum effort. So, you know, I got to pull out my Carmex and my Vaseline and lube up these lips, <laughs> maybe brush, run a brush through my hair, put on a clean shirt or something. But yeah, so it's a little nerve wracking, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it and I'm going to come looking at least not my worst for you guys. <laughs> That's what I promise. I won't come looking my worst. <laughs> so we shall see. We'll see what, <laughs> what happens when the cameras are on it's gonna be like the freaking real world in here okay um so get ready for that um if you haven't already make sure that you are following fictionary podcast on youtube i already have the first season up and loaded with audio files and while you're at that you can go ahead and follow us on tiktok instagram and facebook too Uh, The 100 words challenge is officially at the halfway point, guys. So we're at day 50 when this episode is airing and it's not too late to join in. Start writing your stories today and send them in and your story could potentially be featured on the show. Oh my goodness. Come on, send me your stories, people. (laughs) So we're going to go ahead and get into a little segment that I am calling Dictionary as dubbed by my loca sister okay (laughs) so we're gonna talk a little bit about dating yeah she said i talk about dating a lot on the show so i might as well just change the name to dictionary instead of fictionary (laughs) um but i'm gonna keep it short and sweet today so there i wasn't actually gonna talk about dating but since she gave me that little line i decided you know what we're gonna we're gonna go there we're gonna talk about it because i have some advice for you guys all right So my advice to all of you out there is to make sure you are properly vetting the individuals that you allow to enter your life. 
Okay, one thing that I have realized I am guilty of is projecting. And so it's like I project the way that I feel onto others. And by this, I don't mean I try to force others to believe or think what I think. Um, okay, so this is the simplest way that I can explain it. I, it's I tend to view people in a more positive fashion because. So like a very basic example, I think people are good. So if I'm talking to somebody, I believe or assume that they feel the same way. They believe people are good unless they do or say something in opposition to that. So it's just like a very basic example, right? Um, so what that does is it allows people who are not forthcoming about their actual thoughts and opinions into my sphere. And, you know, lesson learned, guys. Ask the tough questions. If it's important to you and it could be a deal breaker, it's better to find out right away rather than waiting until you've had your genitals in contact with theirs, right? So just ask the questions. Don't be shy. Don't be afraid. Don't hesitate. You have the right to know. Like we get so caught up, or at least I do, and I know, you know, I'm sure there's somebody out there who can relate to me. Like you don't want to offend somebody when you're first meeting them or, you know, you're just getting to know them. You don't want to get into those kind of deep talks like politics and, you know, money or jobs and stuff like that. But do it. Do it. Like, oh, well, you know, just because somebody has different political beliefs than you, it doesn't mean that you can't be in a relationship with them. Yes, death. For me, it does. Well, just because somebody doesn't um agree um and with same sex marriage, that doesn't mean you can't you can't be with them. Yeah, it does. For me, it does. Okay. <laughs> um, well, just because a person is pro life, I'm pro life too. I'm also pro choice. You can be both. <laughs> so, what does that mean? Well, have a conversation with me, easy. But yeah, if you are adamantly against women's rights to choose i don't know it can't work bro so <laughs> it's just like ask those questions vet these people because you can wind up messing around and find yourself hooking up with freaking one of these passport bros like oh god guys it's just yeah vet them ask the questions ask the tough questions just get in there get all that dirt out and find out because it's better to know before you've played with someone's genitals. That's all I'm going to say. Well, TMI. But it's true. You just don't want to get there, guys. As a heads up, there may not be a new episode of Fictionary next Tuesday. Um, we'll have to see how things work out. But if not, never you fear, I will pull an episode from the archives. So send me an, a message uh, for an author interview maybe that you would like to revisit. And that will be our episode for next week. Um, so all right, pretty people, we're going to go ahead and get into our story for today. I am going, as always, to give you the word, the action, the genre, and title. So grab yourself a sip and a snack. Sit back. Relax and enjoy. Our story for today is titled The Arrival. The action is reading a book, the word is queen, and the genre is fairy tale. 
Queen Marimba, stuttered the most recent butler, his predecessor having been beheaded for interrupting the Queen's tea. His reluctance was understandable given the Queen's current state. She was glamorously sprawled across her settee, casually resplendent in a way only true royalty could aspire to. In her hands, she held a book, and based on her lack of reaction, she was obviously enthralled. The worry butler mustered his courage and tried again to garner the attention of the otherwise occupied and mercurial queen. Most excellent Queen Marimba, he began, surprised that he managed to avoid stuttering. He further surprised himself by soldiering on. I am most apologetic for this invasion into your solitude. However, an urgent matter has arisen and your presence is desperately required. He looked up expectantly, only to find the queen completely unmoved by his pronouncement. Looking towards the heavens, he inwardly questioned his lot in life. Why had he thought working in the palace would be exciting? Why, of all positions, had he been chosen to serve as the queen's new butler? He knew of her reputation and the many butlers that had come before him, so he could only assume someone, maybe God herself, hated him. In this moment, he longed for the sheep fields of youth. A herd of errant sheep were much preferable to his current predicament. Outside the gates of the palace, a storm was brewing, and his queen was locked in her chambers, reading of all things. Falling from the sky only six moons ago, the horde had at one time been welcomed by the eleven kingdoms. At first, there were only a few of them, and unlike the people of the kingdoms, they held no special powers or magic within them, and therefore posed no obvious threat. With them, they brought strange machines and tools, things that had never been seen before. They called it technology, and amazed the people with small boxes holding moving images of creatures that looked like them. They told stories of their homeland, saying it was covered in a dense black haze that blocked out their sun and was slowly killing everyone and everything. They were looking for a new home and hoped that they could live amongst the people of the Eleven Kingdoms. The Court of Lords had met, led by the Queen herself, and agreed to allot them a small portion of land to live on. Only one had spoken out against it, an ancient elder from the fairy courts. He had presented history books from his people, detailing the time before. The book showed creatures like those who had arrived in their land seeking refuge. They carried spears and swords, and according to the books, had massacred people of the Eleven Kingdoms, until they were forced to leave their homes. The books, while compelling, had not instilled the necessary fear in the hearts of the people, and they were allowed to stay. Their numbers had grown rapidly, as more and more refugees from their land appeared, bringing with them more and more technology and things called guns. Soon their numbers were in the thousands, and it was too late. There was a small army, and they began to strategically attack the surrounding lands. Facing these new and unknown enemies, many had died, and the horde had begun to make its way to the palace. The arrival of the horde heralded the end of all things, and the tenuous hold he had on composure and decorum evaporated like the steam from his morning cup of elven tea. It had been twelve 
long days since the queen barricaded herself in chambers, and today that solitude must come to an end. Your Highness, he shrieked in unseemly panic, the horde has arrived. It is at the gates and the soldiers are struggling to prevent its entry. He panted furiously as he finished in a highly uncharacteristic and likely suicidal shout. Your people need you now. He stared beseechingly at the seemingly unmoved queen as she casually flipped another page of her infernal book. The urge to snatch it from the royal's hands was strong, but despite the dire circumstances, he still retained a strong desire to live past today. Taking a deep breath, he mentally repeated the mantra of the elvish shepherds of his homeland. A shepherd is merely a guardian of the sheep. You must become a sheep in order to lead the sheep. Resolve stealing his spine, he prepared to beseech the queen again. Looking up, he was immediately halted by what he saw. Before him, the queen folded a corner of a page in her book and snapped it shut decisively. Looking more closely, he could see the book had a foreign script across the cover, and he thought again of the books the elder had tried to show everyone. As Queen Marimba laid down the book on her settee, she squared her shoulders resolutely and turned to him, radiating fierceness and rage. He backed away in fear, not sure what was to come as she lifted her regal head and speared him with her fiery gaze. He froze under the weight of her stare, held in thrall as waves of magic undulated from the queen and cascades of shimmering power. The magic ebbed and flowed around her, surrounding her in an aura of vibrant colors, sparking and burning like the brightest star. He couldn't look away if he wanted to, though his eyes began to burn and his limbs screamed to run. Her power was such that he could not move even a muscle until she spoke. Open the gates, she commanded, and he was suddenly running to the gates at top speed with no thought of his own. The horde had no idea the beast they had awoken. The Alright guys, so I was really vibing with this one. I could have kept writing. I want to keep writing. I think I probably will keep writing um, and developing this into a more um, extensive story. This is just like kind of a, you know, a short story from a bigger story um, that I, I think I want to tell. So we shall see. Um, definitely you know, might be some changes in names and things like that, but I really was uh, enjoying this one. Hope you guys can deal with my horrible accents. I told you. I, you know, sometimes I just want to bring them out and I can't help it. I need to practice it more. So, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed this story. And we'll like, we won't be back next week, but we'll be back the week after. Uh, next week, we will have uh, something from our archives and or, you know, we might have a new episode. It just depends on how things go the rest of this week. I'm thinking it's probably not going to happen. So that's why I'm giving you guys a heads up now. But um, 
there will be something for you to listen to next week. All right. Um, so I hope that you guys have a wonderful uh, rest of your week. And, you know, until next time, keep on reading. <laughs>